Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Tony Maradero. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. Brought to you by Cherry River Hard Seltzer. Only 90 calories, natural flavors, and no preservatives. Now available in Quebec Grocery and the Beer Store. Marinero, and I ask you once more, Habs fans, is this a joke? It's the Sick Podcast presented by Cherry River Heart Seltzer. Only 90 calories, natural flavors, no preservatives. Now available in Quebec grocery stores and the beer store. I think I'm going to have about 10 of these today because the Montreal Canadiens have driven me and brought me to that point. That's where we are right now. Hey, look, for all of you who are going to tell me the GM this, the assistant GM that, the director of scouting this, the uh, department of player development, all that stuff. Yes, yes, you're right. You don't get to this point being one of the worst in the league if everything is good. Clearly, everything is bad. But the issue that I have today is that there are way too many people who tell me, Tony, it's not the coach. Pardon me? Pardon me? I will prove to you in the next 10 to 15 minutes that the coach, this coach, is not the coach for the Montreal Canadiens. Dominic Ducharme, nothing personal. I like you. You seem to be a good guy. You won at the junior level with the Halifax Mooseheads, and you won with Hockey Canada. This is the National Hockey League. This is the Montreal Canadiens, the mecca of hockey, a religion, an institution, 24 Stanley Cups, the Flying Frenchman, Le Canadien de Montréal. You are supposed to have the best GM in hockey. You are supposed to have the best coach in hockey. The Canadians this season, nine times they've conceded five-plus goals. Nine! Out of what, 20 games? Second game of the season, 5-1 loss at Buffalo. Five days after that, at the Bell Center in Montreal, shut out 5-0 to San Jose. We're not talking about the Soviet Union here. Seven days after that, a 5-1 loss at expansion Seattle Kraken. Four days later, a 5-2 loss at Los Angeles. Five days after that, a 6-2 loss on home ice versus the Islanders. And by the way, the Islanders were up by a score of five to nothing after two, and they stopped playing in the third, or it would have got much, much worse. A couple of days after that, 5-2 loss versus Vegas on home ice. They go to Boston. Eight days later, they lose 5-2 at Boston versus what used to be arch-rival Boston Bruins, the enemy. Four days after that, back to the Bell Center they come. They play Pittsburgh who had lost three straight going into that game, who was seventh in the Metropolitan out of eight teams, and the Penguins shut out the Canadians by a score of 6 nothing. I repeat, 6 nothing. And last night, on Wednesday night, in Washington, the Canadians lost by a score of 6-3. to three. You know what was the worst part about that game? The worst part about that game is that it should have been 9-3. Easily could have been 9-3. The Capitals, too, took the pedal off the medal. They kind of made the Canadians score their goals. I'm telling you, if you watch the game, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It didn't even look like a professional hockey game at one point. It looked like a practice. It looked like a scrimmage. 
it looked like the red versus white team or something like that. It's exactly what it was at the end of the day. It was the red versus whites. It was a scrimmage for the Washington Capitals. Ovechkin at 36 years old, he was toying with them. And you could tell me, you can tell me, yeah, but Tony, the Canadians were without Carey Price. The Canadians were without Joel Edmondson. The Canadians were without uh, Mike Hoffman. The Canadians were without Matthew Perot. The Canadians were without Kulak. The Washington Capitals were without Backstrom, TJ Oshie, Anthony Mantha. That's an entire line right there. And Lars Eller and Connor Sheary, two-thirds of a third line. So an entire second line, which, by the way, would be Montreal's first line. And uh, and two-thirds of a third line. They got destroyed. It was it was it was a joke. It looked like an offensively structured offensive juggernaut going up against a team, the Canadians, that were disjointed, disorganized, disconnected, have absolutely no idea of what a defensive structure is, of what assignments are. They don't know whether they're playing D zone, they don't they're zone D, they don't know whether they're playing man to man. They have no idea. Guys on the opposite side of the ice, guys not picking up their man, not picking up assignments, no care level. Nine times this year, they've given up five-plus goals. How many times have they not been ready to play a hockey game? You can tell me all you want, Tony. They're professionals, this, that, and whatever. It is the coach's responsibility to make sure that his team is ready to play. It's a coach's responsibility to make sure that he gets the most out of every player that he has. Right now, who is passing the course? Who? Who? And you know what? He might be a good teacher, but he's not teaching right. He's not teaching well this year, or the message is not getting through. It happens sometimes. You have a math teacher, you take calculus, whatever, and you just don't get it. You fail, you fail, you fail. But you know what? They keep teaching you the same thing over and over and over again, and you don't get it. It's that teacher's responsibility to make sure that you get it. So what do you do? You end up going to Kumon. You go to Kumon. All of a sudden, a different teacher shows you a different strategy. Then all of a sudden, you get it, and you're good at math again. And if you're going to tell me, that it's a personnel issue. If you're going to tell me it's just personnel, look, everybody knows that Canadians could use a number one centerman. Everyone knows that Canadians could use another power forward. Everyone knows that Canadians could use two mobile puck-moving defensemen. Everyone knows that. And by the way, for all the teams that have them, you want to pick up their jersey, sportbuffshop.com, for all of their officially licensed sports apparel and our sick merchandise as well. Use code SICK15 for 15% off on all of their items. So now, if you're going to tell me that Dominic Ducharme should not be fired because he doesn't have a good team. I'm going to tell you this. Back in the month of June, the Seattle Kraken didn't have a roster. They didn't. Nothing. What did they do? They ended up drafting like 23 players from 23 different teams. There are draft rules as well. The players that were left unprotected, every team had a chance to either protect one goalie, three defensemen, and seven forwards, or their top eight players. So the players that were let go either did not fall into the number one goalie category, didn't fall into the top 3D, didn't fall into the top seven forwards, or didn't fall into the top eight overall. So it's basically depth players that were available or players who have pretty bad contracts according to their team, and they wanted to part ways with those contracts. That's what Seattle had. They had nothing. They had to go pick up 23 players from 23 teams. They didn't take advantage of the rules that Vegas did several, several years ago because teams adjusted. 
They brought in a new coach, a new coaching staff, everyone. Ever, it's brand new. It's, it's a fresh start. Is it normal that the Seattle Kraken statistically are b- better than the Montreal Canadiens in like 90% of the most relevant categories? Is that normal to you? It's not normal to me. You ready for this? You ready? You want to keep on defending Dominic Ducharme? No problem. All right. I, I understand. Listen to me. I know why some people defend them. All right. I know why some people defend them. Gutshenu. The Canadians have to give the position to a Gutshenu, or else the Journal de Montreal is going to be all over him, this and that. If Dominic Ducharme, and I hate to go this on the language, but I have to because right now I'm boiling because the Canadians, the situation has become a joke. It's a joke. Okay. If Dominic Ducharme was Anglophone, and he was from Winnipeg. First of all, he would have never been hired. But secondly, he would have been gone by now. Let me take it another step. If this was soccer and Dominic Ducharme signed in the middle of July, a three-year deal at 1.7 per year, 5.1 total, a soccer team, especially a prestigious one, would have fired him already by now. But no, the Canadians can't do it. You want to know why? Several reasons. Number one, they're paying their coach from last year. Still, they're paying him this year, $5 million. Number two, it would be admitting that it was a mistake to sign this guy as your coach and extend them for three years. Number three, you don't want to bite the bullet on the $5.1 million. Number four, which other francophone from Quebec is available right now for you to hire? And maybe, maybe not many. So they don't make a move. Come on, man. Listen to this. Point percentage, the Montreal Canadiens, 286. The Seattle Kraken, 342. The Canadians are ranked third last in the league, and the Kraken are actually one better than them. Montreal Canadiens, goals four per games played, 0.224. Ranked 29th in the league. Fourth worst in the National Hockey League. Seattle, 2.84, or pardon me, 0.284, compared to the Canadians, 0.224. Seattle ranked 11 spots better than the Canadians. The Canadians' goals against per game is slightly, slightly better than Seattle, 3.62. Seattle, 3.63. The Canadians' power play, 14.1%. Seattle Kraken, expansion team, 17.5%. Canadians penalty kill, percentage, 68.2%. Expansion Seattle Kraken, 81%. So you could tell me all you want. You don't think the Canadians have good players, this, that, or whatever. They lost this. Their stats, they're statistically worse than an expansion team in like 90% of relevant categories. This has become, it's a joke now, okay? Now, it's a joke. What's going on here? The Journal de Montréal is running the Montreal Canadiens, but we've come to this point, but we've come to this point. They are ruining our hockey team. They are ruining our city. They're ruining everything. I can't take this anymore. I grew up with the, I, I grew up with, with Ken Dryden and goal. LaPointe, Robinson, and Savard on defense. A number one line of Jacques Lemaire with Guy Lafleur and Steve Shutt. Once upon a time, Mark Napier played on the Canadiens' third line. He scored 40 goals. 
And the fourth line, you don't want to talk about the 70s. Tony's the 70s are a thing of the past. No problem. Let's talk about the 80s. In the 80s, the Canadians had a fourth line with Brian Scrulin centering Mike McPhee and Claude Lemieux. Scrulin, McPhee, Lemieux. Now, what do we have? We have Paquette that made his way back in the lineup. I, I like Cedric Paquette. Really, I do. He's a very nice guy. I hear he's a gentleman. Can't keep up anymore. He can't keep up. Am I the only one watching these games? He, 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 he can't keep up. And it's funny, you know, it's funny. The premier, he wants to put together, or he did put together, a committee of like 8,000 people to fix hockey in Quebec, Quebec hockey, so that we have more Quebec-born players in the National Hockey League. But right now, with a gut new coaching the team and a team that has more gut new Quebec-born players in their lineup than any other team in the league. The Canadians are the third worst team in hockey. An expansion team is doing better than him. And you know what? The Premier doesn't talk about that. The Journal de Montréal doesn't talk about that. The La Presse newspapers talk about that. They only talk when it's convenient for them. Right now, they close their eyes. Radio silence. They're not talking. Guess what? I'm talking. I'm Marinaro. I've had enough. It's the Sick Podcast. Tell your buddies about it because this is the only place they're going to hear the truth. The only podcast in the world. This podcast is sick. And speaking of which, Canadians, you're getting me sick, man. I've had enough. Bye for now. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Cherry River Hard Seltzer. Only 90 calories, natural flavors, and no preservatives. Now available in Quebec Grocers and The Beer Store.